This is Jerry G. Martin. Welcome to our broadcast today, and we are excited to bring you messages on marriage and families. There are so many couples who are at a point where they are allowing their marriage to disintegrate primarily because we do not have God at the center of our marriages and we don't know how to relate properly one to the other. The Bible tells the husband to love his wife. The Bible tells the wife to respect her husband. We're talking about that today as we share points on how to build each other up and keep your marriage alive and well. As always, thank you for joining us and keep us in prayer as we share these messages. Come and go with us as we continue to walk in the light of God's Word. God is the originator of the family. When he began everything in the book of Genesis, he did not omit the family. In the second chapter of the book of Genesis, he formed the first family. He created Adam and he brought to Adam his wife Eve. It was God's desire that man and woman that he brought together would live in harmony and live in oneness. That was his idea. We may not be doing that, but that's what he had in mind. He brought this man to this woman. If you read the text closely, they were going to, they were, he told them to have dominion together, to rule together. You will find early on that whatever God wanted to do, Satan wanted to do the opposite. God wanted obedience. Satan wanted disobedience. God wanted us to be together. Satan wanted division. The scripture tells us that God hates divorce. Satan loves divorce. So if you want to know why there is conflict in marriages, it is because there is an adversary who is doing everything he can to break apart that which God has put together. The primary teaching on the subject of marriage in the New Testament is in Ephesians chapter 5. We're going to look at that today because there are some influences to the conflict and the, the, the challenges that we have in marriages. Ephesians chapter 5 beginning at verse uh, 25 and this is for husbands and wives. If you're not married today, you may be a wife at some time or a husband at some time. So this is good for you as well. He starts in verse 25 by saying this, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word. And to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. Then he says, in the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. And 
And even as I'm reading this, I just want to um, emphasize here that he's talking about husbands and wives. Now, when you're living together unmarried, you're not husband and wife. So if you're going to be together in that close quarters, you might as well go on and get all the paperwork. That's a commitment that you're making. I know what people say, you know, they want to try before they buy. But this is not the fish place. You want to be married. You want to make that commitment. I've told a young lady one time, I said, a man, when he goes out and spends $400 on a pedigree dog from the America Kennel Club, he wants the papers. He wants to be sure he gets all the documentation. And then he's going to register that dog to him. He's going to get a, a chip put in that dog with his name and address on it. So if everything ever happened to that dog, everybody know who he belonged to. I say, a man will do that for a dog. You complete the rest of it. Now, if he finds a dog that's just walking through the hood and stray, he ain't taking that dog to the vet. He ain't getting no papers. He's not claiming, he just, he might give that dog something to eat and if that dog hang around, but let that dog get sick. I know we had a cat one time and that cat got sick. I gave the cat some Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> I'm not taking him to the vet. I got that little eyedropper and he didn't want it. I just rubbed it on his face. He had to lick it off. I just thought I'd throw that in there. Pepto-Bismol in prayer. Amen. Where was I? In the same way, verse 28, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated his own body, but he feels, but he feeds and cares for it, just as Christ does the church. For we are members of his body, and for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery, but I am talking about Christ and the church. Verse 33 this is where I want to focus because a lot of times this gets looked over. However, each one of you must also love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. At first glance, one could have the thought a husband is to obey the command to love his wife, even if his wife does not obey the command to respect him. And a wife is to obey the commands to respect her husband even if the husband does not obey the command to love her. Or maybe it's like this. A husband is even called to love a disrespecting wife. And a wife is called to respect an unloving husband. The Bible did not give us any uh, ways out. It didn't give us a pass. He says, husband... Love your wives. He didn't say love her if she's acting right. 
He just said, love your wife. As Christ loved the church. He, he, as he loved us. He loved us when we weren't acting right. And that word love, let me just tell you what that word love is. Uh, because there are at least three words for love in the New Testament. This, love, this word love is the agape love. Which means I love you not because of but in spite of. I don't love you because you love me. I love you because I love you. That word agape is used when it says God so loved the world that he gave his only son. The Bible says and while we were yet sinners Christ died for us. So we couldn't get to a position where we were good enough to receive that. He gave that to us because of his love. That's the kind of love he's talking about. So when you are going down the pathway of getting connected with a wife, you are commanded and committed to love her. Agape, love her. We were commanded to love her. We're commanded to do that. Love your wives. Why is it that God commanded a husband to love his wife and the wife to respect the husband? It is God who is the creator of the man and the woman and he is very aware of the masculine and the feminine makeup of the male and female. As pastor, we often have opportunities to talk to couples about some things that are going on. One of the things that most men, when they are talking about their conflict in their relationships, will say is that my wife does not respect me. I have never had a woman say that my problem in my marriage, pastor, is that my husband doesn't respect me. The women don't look at it that way. They may say he doesn't love me, he's not kind, he mistreats me, whatever. But they don't say that he doesn't respect me. Very seldom will a man come and say, she doesn't love me. He'll say, she doesn't my wife doesn't respect me. God knows that a man um, is oriented toward respect. People have killed one another. Men have killed one another because you said you what? You disrespected me. Whatever that means to him at the time. God created us with a masculine and a feminine makeup. And we don't understand that. We'll try to operate on the same level in our communication and all of our responses, thinking that you ought to think like I think and feel like I feel. You ought to know what I mean. And most of the time when we talk about uh, respecting the man, the woman is said, what? What do you mean? And I said, don't talk about him in front of the other men, honey. Because sometimes I overhear him. Say, come on here. In front of his friends. And she don't know, what, what did I do? And she wonder why he ain't saying nothing in the car. I ain't do nothing. Remember the story of Esther? In the story of Esther, King Erxes was having a big party. And he sent for his wife to come. He told all his friends, man, wait till you see my wife. 
Man, she is something. He have all his dignitary and all his friends there. Hey, go get my wife and tell her to come here. They went to get his wife and the, his servant came back and said, your wife says she ain't coming. Make the announcement in front of all of his friends. He didn't whisper in his ear, Psst, she, she doesn't want to come right now. No, your wife says she ain't coming. She having her own party. And all the other men say, if your wife ain't coming to you, uh, they're going to make all the men look bad. bad. None of their wives are going to come. He says, okay, I'll fix that. He busted her down and tell him, don't you ever come in my sight again. You are no longer the queen. What was that all about? Respect. He said, now don't, don't shame me in front of everybody. When a husband feels disrespected, it becomes hard for him to show love to his wife. And when a husband feels disrespected, he has a natural tendency to react in ways that feels unloving. This is Jerry G. Martin, and as always, we are so excited about you joining us on today's broadcast. This is the time of the month that people are focused on Valentine's, and it's called the month of love and a day of love. The Bible tells us that God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever would believe on him will not perish but shall have everlasting life. This was the sacrificial love of Jesus Christ that gave himself up for us. And when we talk about love, and we're going to be sharing that with you for the next several days, we're going to talk about what it means to be sacrificial and giving yourself up for others. We're going to talk about some biblical characters and their relationships and how it played out. Some was love and some was lust. If you enjoyed today's message and would like to listen to it again in its entirety, you can go to our website at lowcf.org. Just click on podcast and you can hear it again. Or you can go directly to our podcast with The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can download the podcast directly to your device and hear these messages at your own convenience. As always, I invite you to be our guest. We are meeting in person every Sunday at 16161 Old Umber Road. Pastor Jackie is in a series right now about love and marriage. So come on out and join us. You can join us on live streaming at 10 a.m. Sunday mornings on lowcf.org. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.